the Pulse of the Hawkesbury. Pulse 89. Good morning, everyone. You're back again with Catherine and Scotty on the breakfast show. And we have Phil Shattuck with us on the line, New South Wales Deputy Secretary for TAFE. How are you this morning, Phil? Uh, good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Scott. Um, good. I'm good morning. fine and fabulous. How are you today? Good. Is it wet and wet, wet, wet where you are? No, it's um, a bit overcast and gloomy at the moment, but no rain where I am. Jeez, you're in lucky. Western Sydney. Oh, yeah. okay. We've actually had it bucketing down here. Well, it's, um, you know, we, you can never have too much rain. <laughs> well, the thing is, we're funny people, aren't we? When we have a lot of rain, we then ask for the sun. When we have a lot of sun, it's like, where's the rain? Never can be happy. Um, look, this morning, uh, the reason why we wanted to speak with you is that I think it was Friday a week ago, there was a rally outside the TAFE in Richmond regarding the equine courses that uh, is being cut from uh, the Richmond TAFE. Now, I know that you were there and we met briefly there and I did want to talk with you. Could you tell me, with these equine courses that have been cut, now the reason being given is that they've dropped by 92% as in attendance. Now I know we've had COVID, but apparently the attendance has been dropping off since 2017. What do you think about that? Yeah, thanks for that, Catherine. Look, uh, the New South Wales Teachers Federation is flabbergasted by this decision. Um, What they're doing with the enrolments is a little bit disingenuous. Mm. Um, what basically happened was there was a lot of online courses, very short online courses, effectively mm. the equivalent of the RSA uh, in the tourism and hospitality industry uh, around safety for the equine for the horse racing industry. Yeah. Now, that contract finished um, and a substantial number of enrolments um, uh, declined, disappeared, but the substantial amount of enrolments with the uh, bread and butter courses where the, uh, where the students are actually on the horses um, has been fairly consistent. Mm. Um, the beauty of Richmond Tate uh, with the equine studies out there, the performance horsework they do, they also do show jumping and dressage. It's the only place left in New South Wales where the students are actually on the backs of horses. Now, the only thing that was really cut out there was the online delivery uh, for this uh, short course around the safety aspects for the racing industry. Mm. So it's only that's the only course that's been cut? No. Well, that was the only one that... That's what they're accounting right. um, the dramatic decline in student enrolments with. So it's uh, the safety in the... Tr- sorry. Sorry. In 2017, there was a contract with Racing New South Wales that ended... And it was those 500-odd enrolments that was associated with that contract are no longer happening. But what's happening is they still have, up until this year, they still had enrolments for the um, practical, uh, the face-to-face teaching that was done out there where the students were actually on the backs of horses. Yeah. So, you know, you can see that this makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. This has been done with no consultation to the local industry, no consultation with the Teachers Federation that I represent. And this has been done, um, obviously, um, you can see from the rally that we had Friday a week ago, the number of students, past students that came out, members of industry, and people such as Darren Breedman mm. uh, from the horsing industry are, are outraged by it. Yeah. Uh, this just makes no sense, this decision whatsoever. So it was the racing contract that finished. Now, why couldn't that be re-established? Um, I'm afraid I have uh, I have no involvement with that. I'm afraid. So that, who would, uh, who would like uh, the way we are 
fascinated little journalists here, Scotty and I. Who would we talk to there to find out why that was cancelled? That would be between Racing New South Wales and um, the managing director of uh, TAFE New South Wales. Okay. It's just interesting because I think all these little facets are what people don't understand what happens. And yeah. well, uh, the con- Sorry, go on. Sorry. It's just really important that people understand that, um, that TAFE out there plays such a vital role for the local industry, uh, training local students to get works in the local uh, horse racing industry in the Hawkesbury. Um, it plays a vital role and to just um, uh, take it away makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. I agree with that, especially in a time where we're talking that we don't have these relevant trades, we're just not putting people through the system, and then we just rip the guts out of an industry such as this one in in the Hawkesbury, and it's done without question. And it's interesting what Catherine is saying, like, how do we go about getting a voice to this? Is it the local member that we speak to? Who do we really champion to get this back on board? Look, we'd, be, uh, we'd appreciate all the support we can get out of Robin Preston. Uh, but the problem is Robin's government, their track record on tape in the last uh, six years since 2012 has not been good. Uh, we've lost around 8,000 teachers. That's about a third of the TAFE teaching workforce in this state uh, under Robin's government. Uh, back in 2016, they started to replace a few of those teachers because they found that they'd cut too many jobs. Now, the problem is, is when you go through and cut thousands of teachers and then replace them with hundreds of teachers, it's a little bit disingenuous to say that you're actually building, uh, building the workforce. We'd really, really um, love Robin to come in behind this and stand up for the local community and stand up for her local TAFE college and provide some genuine support to help us stop this dreadful decision, this ridiculous decision to close the equine studies at Richmond College. Mm. It's selling off, it's cutting off the future of young people in the Hawkesbury area that want a job in the horse industry. Yeah, I think what you'll have there is uh, that there's private um, enterprises that have got out training sessions that they say um, are attracting more people away from TAFE. And the question yep. has to go back to where... Now, are they subcontracted, the people that do this TAFE teaching? Um, no, what it's done, it's done under a, a program funding model called Smart Skill, which is run right. by the New South Wales government. Mm-hmm. And what effectively happens is that uh, the private RTOs, some of them which are profit-motivated, um, running competition, direct competition with TAFE New South Wales. Yep. So every dollar that goes into the hands of those private RTOs is effectively taking out of the TAFE budget. Yeah. Um, there's only only so many dollars in the, the budget pie, and when the uh, size of the pie uh, is bigger for the private RTOs, the size of the pie for TAFE has to get smaller. Mm. And do they subsidise the people going into the private RTOs? They certainly do. It's, um, it's exactly the same funding model, a very similar funding model to what goes on for TAFE, and they run in direct competition. Mm. It's interesting you mentioned the private RTOs. The minister, which is one of the people that people can contact around this, Alastair Henskins, recently made comments uh, in the Daily Telegraph on the 7th of February that during this time other RTOs have seen strong interest in equine courses, mm. that prospective Western Sydney students can study through other RTOs. Yeah. Now, one has to ask the question, if TAFE New South Wales and the government are saying that the enrolments are falling off the TAFE. Um, why do they think there's such a strong um, enrolment growth in the private RTOs? Mm. 
Mm. It just seems to me that something's going on behind the scenes uh, to push students out of TAFE and into the hands of the private for-profit providers. Mm. It's it privatisation by stealth. Mm. It doesn't make sense, does it? I think that... No, it, Go on. It doesn't make sense at all. And that's why Robin Preston will play a vital role in this. Mm. Um, if Robin could come in and provide some support and stand up for the TAFE College, stand up mm. for the equine courses at Richmond, uh, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, we'd be very interested in taking a delegation of um, representatives of the teachers, uh, past students, present students, and uh, the people from the horsing industry that we had at Richmond uh, Friday a week ago. We'd be very interested in the meeting with Robin and raising our concerns and seeing what she could do to help us. Yeah. I think that when um, <clears throat> I was there last uh, Friday a week ago, they had uh, quite a few of the ex-students there and they were saying how that was so important to have that TAFE there. Some of them travelled to it and would not have travelled to Scone, which we know has been closed down. Now, the thing or the problem we have or that exists here is that the private RTOs are only in Blacktown, I think, and somewhere else that's close by. So the distance travels and when, like, even for Hawkesbury people, they would have to – they could go there as well – and when we look at TAFE, um, we would like to say that it's not just Hawkesbury people, but it's everyone. And I think where it comes down to is the trainers, um, the amount of people and the race club uh, out in the Hawkesbury, Godolphins, which is out here, huge. Um, there's uh, horse therapy places out here, all these places out here. And I think from what the message I've been seeing is that what TAFE are saying that or the representatives like yourself is that why are we letting go of courses in the most prominent area that we need them? Is that correct? It's, um, you're 100% correct, Catherine, and it's purely ideological. Mm. It's basically the underlying principles and policies of the New South Wales government mm. to privatise uh, the courses. They're not, what they're saying is they're saying that they're not privatising TAFE, but what it is, it's a death of a thousand cuts. Yeah. They privatise a course here, they privatise a course there. By privatisation, I mean they, they make it um, difficult to run the course at TAFE on a, mm. um, and then they hand it over to a private, uh, for-profit provider. Mm. Um, it's interesting you mentioned the, the other private RTOs at Blacktown. Mm. It's unlikely that they'll share or have the same sort of facilities as what they have at Richmond College in the equine areas. Mm. One of the major concerns that the Teachers Federation has is that they will hand the New South Wales government will hand over the facilities at Richmond College and allow a private RTO to come in and run it. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what happened at um, Scone. Mm. Um, the entire TAFE College at Scone was sold at less, less than replacement cost to Racing New South Wales for them to provide a training facility there, for them to become the private um, training company. We would hate to see something similar to happen this at uh, Richmond. Mm. Now, it's also important to remember that when you lose courses which are absolutely hands-on, yeah. such as the equine courses, that weakens the integrity and the um, strength of the other courses in the, in the TAFE College. Mm. So if you cut a course here, you cut a course there, Eventually what happens over a period of years is that there's no attendance at the college and then next thing you know, no the college is up for sale. It's up on realestate.com.au the same way that Scone was. Mm. 
Yep. Now, the New South Wales government has got a shocking track record in this area. Mm. We've lost 20 colleges have either been partially or completely sold. Mm. And the New South Wales Teachers Federation has concerns mm. about another 17. Mm. Now, um, this just can't keep going on. Mm. Um, someone's got to um, stand up for TAFE. Mm. And it's up to Robin Preston to stand up for TAFE in the Hawkesbury area. Mm. This, this, these dreadful, dreadful course closes to equine and performance horse at, at Richmond cannot be allowed to, to go on. What about if um, there was a situation where we could get everyone to sit down and have a, have a talk about this or with Alistair Henskins, who's the um, minister for this, and actually you know, have a, a, a live discussion on why is it happening and so you everyone can sit down and talk about it without... It, just the bare facts, you know what I mean? That would be great, Catherine. We'd really uh, appreciate if someone could help arrange that. We've yep. uh, tried to speak to Alistair, yep. but, um, you know, um, he's got his agenda and um, you've seen his comments. So I've, I quoted his comments from the, the Daily Telegraph. Mm. Uh, he seems to feel that they've made the right decision. This, is, this decision has been made. Mm. Uh, we're trying to stop it. Uh, they're saying it's in the consultation process, but what the Teachers Federation has found that once it gets to this stage, um, the consultation is basically simply a lip service. It's ticking a few boxes to say that they've consulted. They should have done the consultation before they made the decision, if it was going to be genuine consultation, rather than after making the decision. Um, what is really important is the people um, that work in the uh, horse industry in the Hawkesbury do need to contact Robin Preston. They do need to contact um, people like Alastair Henskins, the minister, and raise their um, concerns um, because this is a um, this decision just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Mm. It's basically purely ideological. Mm. Well, I'll invite um, Alistair Henskins to come on to Pulse FM and have a discussion with us if um, he wishes and we'll put that uh, invitation to him directly and also uh, to Robin we're talking to later. Now, the thing is, uh, what you've said here about the consultation, that's probably the part that I'm interested in, and I think that the community of the Hawkesbury is interested in who was actually in that consultation, who was made up to make that consultation. And I well, think that could be a bit of a talking yeah. point there. Yeah. The only consultation that um, the New South Wales Teachers Federation has received is um, there was a couple of meetings about a month ago with the actual um, 12 teachers. There's actually 12 local jobs that are going to be lost in this. Uh, there's 12 highly experienced um, people that are at the tops of their field in the horse industry. Yep. Um, they're going to lose their jobs. That mm -hmm. um, that intellectual property uh, will be lost. It's yep. horrendous. Um, horrendous. You know, there's 12 people losing their jobs out of this. Um, we... Uh, had a couple of our uh, New South Wales Teachers Federation officers went along to attend that meeting to support those members through that uh, dreadful, dreadful process. Uh, and then just uh, as we returned back from the Christmas break, uh, we had a meeting with the um, Western Sydney Region General Manager and a few of the uh, local managers from, from Richmond College uh, to give us the details of what was going to happen. But it's quite clear to us that the decision has already been made now, what Federation needs to urge to people is that this is not a done deal and that the local community 
can reach out to people such as Robin Preston and Alistair Henskin and um, demand that this um, decision that makes no sense be stopped. Well, I think more than just the local people, it's everyone in the horsing industry. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Mm. And let's spotlight on what Phil has said. Firstly, you lose the courses. Then you lose the students. Then you lose the experienced teachers. And then you lose that experience to give that experience. So it's a no-win situation. And there's no consultation. You just this decision is just dropped on somebody's lap, and you, you're supposed to go along with the flow. So yeah, definitely, the Hawkesbury. You've got to start reaching out. We've got to ask a few questions, don't we? So there's twelve jobs that you say that have been lost. Have they been reemployed? What's that? Sorry, I missed that. The twelve jobs that you said that's been lost. Have they been reemployed? Uh, no, they haven't actually been lost yet, but they will be lost at the end of the year. Yeah. So they're, what they're basically doing is they're giving these 12 people notice yes. that they've got until the end of the year. Yes. What they're doing is they're conducting a teach-out. So all of the existing students in the equine studies yeah. uh, will complete their studies uh, yeah. by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not taking on any new first-year students. Yeah. So it's going to be impossible for them to try and build up the uh, enrolments that they were talking about before. Mm-hmm. We've had like two years of COVID, which has, yeah. you know, had some impact upon the, um, mm-hmm. um, on the enrolments there. Mm-hmm. But they have no chance whatsoever now to build up the enrolments because they're not taking any new enrolments. Mm-hmm. So once the existing cohort of students in equine studies at Richmond uh, completes their studies at the end of the year, uh, the 12 teachers out there will be losing their jobs. So will they be re-employed elsewhere? Is there, a, is there is the government stepping in to try and find employment for these teachers elsewhere? Uh, one of the people who is um, an administrative staff member will be moved to another section, but the remaining people, that are uh, the 12 people I speak of, will be receiving not-so-voluntary redundancies. Right, OK. That's what I wanted to find out. Yeah. Right, well, I think that... Um, I don't know if you've got anything to add to that, Scott. Uh, look, I'll bite my tongue at the moment. Yep. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I feel I, I bash on a lot about the. We keep talking in the media. Um, not everyone. Everyone just talks about the skill shortage, and this is just yet another example. Whether or not it's in this area or another area, where a decision's been made, it's clear that there's, from what you've told us, that there's no, there's no consult on it. And you're just supposed to toe the, the line and it's just not right. And then the human factor of it, you're about to lose 12 people, as I said earlier, with experience, but they're going to lose their job. Yeah, it's well, crook. I, I think I really would like to speak to Alistair Henskin, yes. so I think that would be an interesting conversation. Yeah. But what I would like to see happen, if even on a pure PR basis for everyone, uh, that the consultation is brought out to maybe mm. the TAFE. We bring in some of the trainers. We bring in some of the ex-students. We bring in the Hawkesbury Race Club. And I'd invite the Hawkesbury Race Club to comment on this as well. You know, Cadolphins, the uh, therapy horse places, the place up in Yarramundi that actually uses the horses on TV sets, all of them, okay? And have a sit down and let's talk about it because... Questions will be answered. You may not like them, but at least it shows that there is a blanket approach to this that we're asking everyone instead of just using the word consultation. What do you think about that, Phil? I think that's a uh, terrific idea, Catherine. Um, 
one of the big problems we have with this New South Wales government is they like to um, uh, speak nice things about TAFE. They like to say that they value the work that they do. Mm. They talk about record investments and record budgets. But when the rubber hits the road, um, causes such as this are being cut. Mm. Um, and what happens is the, the government basically needs to take an action of where actions speak louder than words. Um, and this, this is a positive action and this is the type of thing that should be, should be occurring. Okay. Well, look, I think we might leave it at that. And thank you very much for chatting with us this morning. And um, as I said, we've put that invite out. And I think that it'd be great just for everyone to keep it fair and open in opinions for maybe a consultation in the area. Thank you, Catherine. No worries. Thank, thank you, you very thank much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 89.9. 89.9.